0: are listening to the Living Lighthouse podcast. My name is Ryan and I'm the host of the show and founder of this community and this movement because ultimately it's a movement designed for young adults like ourselves to live with purpose, live with intention as we begin to think for ourselves and rise above the status quo, all the mediocrity that's going on around us and create our own lives full of meaning and fulfillment. I'm using collective pronouns like we, us, our, because I'm right there with you guys listening in right now. I'm embarking on this journey with you. I'm always learning new things, always sharing my thoughts with you so that together we can live the lives we've up to this point only been able to dream about. So I want to welcome you guys here. This is my second podcast episode ever, and I'm really enjoying the opportunity to be able to share this message with you so far. If you haven't listened to the first episode of the podcast, I recommend you stop and listen to it now. I give a brief... Introduction to the podcast, including some of the things I've gone through that sort of drove me to start this journey, some of the goals I have with the podcast and this movement, and what I mean by being a lighthouse. So, today I want to elaborate on three domains, three areas of self improvement that I believe everyone must practice in their lives in order to become the best versions of ourselves and achieve everything we want in life, and become lighthouses for other young adults around us. The first domain I'll talk about is intentionality. So many of us, as we grow up and become self-sufficient adults, have very little intentionality behind what we do on a daily basis. Intentionality in this context means having a purpose, taking the actions required to fulfill that purpose. Sort of doing the things you know need to be done. It means being in control of our lives rather than letting life take control of us. So some ways to practice intentionality. One way to do that is to take control of our time. Time is our most valuable resource and we need to make sure we're treating it that way. Budgeting our time, planning our week in advance is a great place to start. It allows us to prioritize the most important tasks and minimize all the distractions that are around us to make room for the important stuff. More importantly than just writing out a schedule, however, is sticking to it. I've been finding that to be difficult in my own life. We live in a world with so many distractions that are a threat to our intentionality. Because of this, I've intentionally set myself strict boundaries with social media, especially in the mornings. That's something that I've had trouble with personally, getting off to a slow start in my day. And so I've shut down social media until a certain time in the morning. Also, we need accountability. So many of us growing up were so tired of forced accountability from our parents, our teachers, our coaches that as soon as we turned 18, moved out, went to college, whatever, we did anything we wanted whenever we wanted without holding ourselves accountable. And we celebrated that lack of accountability so much that we always took the easy path, the path of least resistance and left behind any sort of intentionality in our day-to-day lives. And a lot of us are wondering why we are where we're at now. And I I think that's a big reason why we're not very intentional behind what we do, why we do it. And so, we just get complacent and do what's easy rather than what's difficult and what needs to actually be done. But at the end of the day, in order to practice intentionality, we need to make sure that we practice living our own lives and not anybody else's. And that even includes our parents. One of the most valuable realizations I made over the past couple years of my life was that my parents are just as flawed as I am. I was under the notion growing up that they were perfect, that they knew everything, including what was best for me. I'd been putting them on the sort of pedestal and I did anything I could to make them happy. As it turns out, I was wrong. Parenting is probably the hardest job in the world. Our parents were limited to what they thought was best for us based on what was passed down from their parents and so on. It's no fault of their own. It's simply a byproduct of these advancements among generations. You know, what was valuable to our parents' generation may not necessarily be valuable in our generation. And that's why it's so incredibly important for us to intentionally pursue our own dreams and create our own belief systems based on what is valuable to us. Practicing intentionality in this way will involve rejecting some preconceived notions that we've adopted as truth and lived under the assumption of, perhaps for our entire lives. For example, for me, there was once a time where a prime example for me in my own life is there was once a time where education led directly to success. Getting a college degree and a corporate job behind a desk seemed like it was the best path to financial freedom and happiness. But nowadays, that isn't exactly the case anymore. Tuition, student debt are through the roof, perhaps to the point that higher education arguably may not even be worth the cost. Based on my own college experience, my conversations with other people, I believe the education system is very flawed. It's outdated and it sets people up for lives of mediocrity, but I, I don't want to get too off topic here. Let's save that school discussion for another day and let's get back on track with the uh, with the three domains here. Now, The second key to taking control of our lives is to be unapologetic. As young adults, so many of us live in fear that we're going to offend somebody or make them angry or make them jealous. It's like we're walking on eggshells and it's miserable. At the end of the day, by living this way, we are allowing others to limit our potential and hold us back from taking control of our lives. Ultimately, it's their decision to be offended or angry or jealous. So, you're better off just letting them be. Distance yourself from those people. Surround yourself with people who inspire you, who uplift you, who add to your life, and not those who take away from it. To me, being unapologetic means doing what's best for us, even when we are criticized for it. Actually, especially when we're criticized for it. It means understanding that, in general, people who criticize us for doing what's best for us may be doing so out of fear, out of their own insecurities. Perhaps they've believed for such a long time that. That they aren't capable of chasing their dreams and they would feel uncomfortable if we were to succeed in chasing our own dreams. Some people out there, maybe even some of our loved ones, who knows, they would do anything to hold us back from realizing our full potential. They may tell us that we're being selfish or being jerks for chasing our dreams. And in reality, that's the polar opposite of the truth. When we chase our dreams, we naturally inspire others to chase their own dreams as well. And that is the epitome of selflessness. So one of the best but most difficult ways for us to become less apologetic is focusing on our own goals and dreams and not caring about what others think. Not long ago during my college years, I spent a lot of time trying to impress people that I didn't even care about. I was letting people I didn't really associate myself with hold me back for pursuing my goals out of fear that they would criticize me. As soon as I flipped that switch sl- I switched though and realized the only people I needed approval from were myself and maybe the handful of people closest to me. I became less depressed and more inspired and more confident. Just the other day, I was broadcasting live on Twitch and someone decided to come into my chat. He was a first time viewer. I'd never seen him in my stream ever. And the first thing he does is insult my appearance. I don't remember what he said specifically. Maybe he thought my hair looked funny. I don't know. Some people have nothing better to do than to hide behind their keyboards and troll people who are trying to make a name for themselves. A few years ago, I would have let it get to me. I I may have reconsidered trying to put myself out there and make a real difference because some guy who thought my hair looked stupid. Instead, I quickly and assertively responded with, if I was insecure about my appearance, don't you think I wouldn't be live on the internet? And I never heard from the guy again after that. That's what being unapologetic is all about. Another way to live unapologetically is to set healthy boundaries with others. Learning to say no is a simple and effective way to set these boundaries. I used to be a yes man myself. I would say yes to any invitation from anyone to anything that was even remotely interesting. And I wondered why I never had time for myself. And it was because I didn't prioritize myself. I hadn't set specific boundaries. Nowadays, I no longer bend over backwards to, for example, drive through traffic to the other side of the city to sit down and watch the game with a buddy when it isn't convenient for me. Even more important than setting boundaries is sticking to those boundaries and not giving into any of that pressure. The right people will understand and respect that boundary, and I've noticed they'll respect you even more for setting that boundary. Finally, when it comes to surrounding yourself with the right people, as a last resort, we may need to be intentional and unapologetic by breaking off some friendships along the way, which I understand it can be difficult, but by getting rid of toxic people who will take advantage of your time and take advantage of your energy and by continuing to work on yourself, you will inevitably attract better like-minded colleagues and friends who will help you grow in every area of your life. Finally, the last domain I want to talk about today is sovereignty. And this concept comes primarily from the book Sovereignty by Ryan Mickler, who is a friend of mine and someone I look up to quite a bit, who I can hopefully have on the show soon for you guys. Sovereignty is all about reclaiming our personal power and taking complete responsibility and ownership for everything in our lives, the good, the bad, and the ugly. One way to practice sovereignty is to quit making excuses. We use excuses to justify our shortcomings and dismiss them, thus preventing ourselves from doing something to turn our lives around. On the same note, do you often catch yourself blaming outside circumstances as the reason for your shortcomings? I know I do all the time. But when we do that, we are literally surrendering our power to these circumstances. We blame our boss when we are not advancing in our jobs. We blame the economy when we're broke. We blame our peers when we make a mistake. We blame the president when we're struggling to make a decent living for ourselves. It's easy to push blame onto others and settle for mediocrity, It's infinitely harder for us to take ownership and do the work it takes to turn our lives around. Finally, we willingly surrender our power over our own circumstances when we allow society or the media to dictate who we ought to be and what we ought to do. We've been spoon-fed so many lies that we've adopted as truths throughout our lives that have been threatening our sovereignty without us even knowing it. For example, we all remember being told that, and I'm doing air quotes here, winning isn't everything, just showing up is good enough. If that isn't the epitome of settling for mediocrity, I don't know what is. The people who say winning isn't everything are the very same people who have never won. This winning isn't everything is another one of those excuses that I mentioned earlier. Now, I'm not saying it's not okay to lose because losing happens to all of us when we pursue something worthwhile. It happens. However... Being okay with losing is not okay. Settling for losing makes us habitual losers. Being rewarded for losing in the form of participation trophies is especially not okay. We need to understand the importance of winning in order to drive ourselves to practice, try again, practice some more, try again, until we win. The feeling we get when we win is the best feeling in the world. Better yet, winning encourages others to work hard to achieve the same results. Winning is absolutely everything. Unfortunately, society tries to diminish our own personal power by telling us otherwise. Don't let lies like this threaten our sovereignty. Let's go out and put ourselves in a position to win over and over again. So to recap, if we want to start to reclaim control of our lives and become the best versions of ourselves, we must practice being intentional with our actions, unapologetic towards others, and sovereign from any outside circumstances. I want to jumpstart anyone listening to this by challenging you to take a step forward in at least one of these three domains. Maybe you sit down with pen and paper and schedule out your next week, focusing on the most important tasks. Maybe you have a conversation with someone and set a boundary with them. Or maybe you realize you're surrendering your power by making excuses all the time and eliminate one of those excuses. I've done all these things multiple times and I can honestly say these are some of the most liberating things we can do to take control of our lives. So, I'm interested in hearing what everyone is doing to fulfill this challenge. So, tweet at me at livinglh or connect with me on Instagram at livinglh or catch me live on my Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash livinglighthouse. It'd be great to hear the results of your actions. And by sharing with us, maybe you can inspire someone else to make a change in their own lives. After all, that's what this podcast and this movement are all about. So guys, I'll catch you in another episode. And remember, be intentional, be unapologetic, be sovereign, and be a living lighthouse.